State of Mankind. How much do you know? Excerpts from How the Specter of Communism is Ruling Our World. 143. In the process of realizing its global ambitions, the CCP recognizes no moral limitations and obeys no laws. As discussed in the Nine Commentaries on the Communist Party, the history of the CCP's founding is a process of gradually perfecting the evilness found through history, both in China and around the world, including the party's nine inherited traits of evil, deceit, incitement, unleashing the scum of society, espionage, robbery, fighting, elimination, and control. These traits are seen everywhere through the CCP's process of global expansion, and the party has continually enhanced and strengthened its techniques and their malignancy. The CCP's unrestricted warfare is a concentrated expression of these evil traits and an important part of its success. The idea of unrestricted warfare has always run through the CCP's military practices. In 1999, two Chinese colonels officially used the term unrestricted warfare in their theoretical military work. As the name implies, unrestricted warfare has these characteristics, a war beyond all boundaries and limits, forcing the enemy to accept one's own interests by all means, including methods of force and non-force, military and non-military, killing and non-killing. The means are all inclusive, information is omnipresent, the battlefield is everywhere, beyond all political, historical, cultural, and moral restraints. Unrestricted warfare means that all weapons and technologies can be used at will, it means that all the boundaries between the worlds of war and non-war, military and non-military are broken. It utilizes methods that span nations and any particular sphere of activity. Finance, trade, the media, international law, outer space, and more are all potential battlefields. Weapons include hacking, terrorism, biochemical warfare, ecological warfare, atomic warfare, electronic warfare, drugs, intelligence, smuggling, psychological warfare, ideology, sanctions, and so on. The authors of Unrestricted Warfare believe that the generalization of war is the inevitable direction of the future and that every field must be militarized. They believe that a large number of non-military personnel who do not wear military uniforms are the key to unrestricted warfare. The government must quickly prepare for combat in all invisible fields of war. Many refer to various professional or social environments as battlefields by way of metaphor, but for the CCP, it means war in a very real sense. All fields are battlefields because the CCP is in a state of war at all times, and everyone is a combatant. All conflicts are regarded as struggles of life and death. Slight problems are magnified to be questions of principle or ideology, and the whole country is mobilized as if in war to meet the CCP's goals. In the 1940s, during the Chinese Civil War, the CCP used economic warfare to harm the economy of the nationalist government, Kuomintang, of the Republic of China and make it collapse. The party used espionage to obtain the Kuomintang's military plans even before the KMT's own troops received them, and used numerous conspiracies while communist armies fought on the battlefield. The CCP still uses these unrestricted means today, yet on an even larger and broader scale. Unrestricted warfare means breaking all conventional rules and moral restraints. This leaves most Westerners, Western governments, and companies unable to understand how the CCP acts, much less compete with it. The CCP implements unrestricted warfare in numerous fields, using many seemingly mundane means to achieve its goals. Exporting party culture and lies to the world through foreign propaganda. Controlling global media and carries out ideological unrestricted warfare. Using fame, 
honey traps, human relationships, bribery, and despotic power to unite the leaders of the United Nations, important political figures of various countries, experts in think tanks and academic circles, tycoons, and influential people from all walks of life, to cultivate friendships to support the CCP and help it through crises. Supporting, inciting, and allying with rogue regimes to distract the United States and Western governments. Using trade diplomacy to make free countries compete against one another, with a market of more than 1 billion Chinese as bait. Deepening economic integration and interdependency to tie up other countries. Violating WTO trade rules. Making false reform commitments to accumulate trade surplus and foreign exchange reserves. Using the fruits of capitalism to fatten the body of socialism. Using the market foreign exchange, and financial resources as weapons to suppress human rights through economic unrestricted warfare and to force other countries to abandon moral responsibility and universal values. Forcing Chinese working abroad in private enterprises to steal information from developed countries. Making hostages of China's citizens and those of other countries. From Chapter 18, The Chinese Communist Party's Global Ambitions